Hey there, welcome to Genuine Girl. Ooh, that feels really weird to say. It has been a long time since I've said that, so I might be a little rusty, but welcome or welcome back if you are an old, long-time listener. My name is Meredith, and I started this brand freshman year of college, and I am now about to graduate college as a senior, so... Genuine Girl has been with me a long time, but the reason I say that I might be a little rusty is because if you have not been keeping up with me, well, don't worry, there hasn't been much to keep up with this past year or so of college. I took a break from the brand. I was really in a place where I had no idea what I wanted to do with it. I already had rebranded myself a few times over the course of college, and senior year, honestly, was a lot for me to deal with just personally and with everything else going on job-wise, academically, and of course thinking about this brand too, it was just a very overwhelming time for me. So I decided to step back, take a break, reevaluate, and really put some deep thought into where I wanted this to go rather than just changing things on the spot and then finding out a few months later that, you know, maybe that isn't exactly what I wanted to do. I'm just speaking from experience here. But anyway, (laughs) I am back. We are back. Genuine Girl is back, and I'm so happy to be here. I wanted to start with a little bit of a reintroduction of who I am. I know I might have some new listeners here, and I might have some old longtime listeners, so thank you for coming back and joining me. I really appreciate it. But As you probably know, my name is Meredith. As you're listening to this, I may or may not have already graduated college. I'm recording this about two days before graduation, so kind of a crazy time right now, but I thought, you know what? I really want to start this next phase of my life off on a positive note, and I want to just bring Genuine Girl back, even if it's a crazy time. So that's what we're doing. Anyway, I am 21, about to be 22, so again, I may be either one of those ages when you're listening to this, but point is, I am just a young gal trying to make her way in the world, figure out what in the world I'm doing with my life, and I want to take you along with me. I attended TCU, Texas Christian University, for my undergraduate education, and I majored in finance and marketing with an accounting minor. So yeah, I was basically one of those people who could not decide on one area of business that I wanted to major in, so I kind of decided to do three things instead of one, because I'm crazy, but also for other reasons, because... I was interested in finance and marketing and accounting a little bit. That's why it's a minor, you know. Uh, But (laughs) all that to say, I am going to be moving to Arizona after graduation. So I've been in Texas for school, moving to Arizona, which is where my parents are at. And I'm going to be starting a job there in the financial services investment management industry starting in August. So I am going to be doing something related to my majors, which is very nice, very excited for the job, but also very excited that I get a few months to breathe and relax, even though it might not be super relaxing because as soon as I get back to Arizona, 
I'm going to be moving into a new apartment, which is exciting, and I'm going to be busy doing that and getting settled, and there's just going to be so much content. So that's another reason I wanted to bring back the podcast right now, because it is just ripe with content potential. I don't even know what that phrase was. I have to get back into the podcasting space. It really is like a different mindset that I just have really had in the back of my mind and have not been using for quite a few months. So bear with me as I try to get back into the podcasting mindset. But yes, that is a little bit about me. I wanted to say all of that up front because as someone who is graduating college and entering the quote-unquote real world, I think Genuine Girl is going to just really become a brand about you know, relatability and just helping other people who are navigating these weird transitions from college to, you know, going out post-grad into the real world and working or going to more school, whatever it may be. This brand is really going to become a space to just kind of talk about those things and talk about the real ups and downs of entering adulthood and just finding yourself along the way. I really started Genuine Girl as a freshman in college when I was going through a similar transition of trying to figure out who I was in college. And it has stuck with me through college. This whole brand, it's brought me so much and I'm so grateful for it. But now I feel like it's the perfect time to bring it back because I'm going to be going through another huge transition arguably the biggest transition I have ever been through, because let's be real, I've basically been in school my entire life, and now I'm going to just be, you know, not doing school anymore, so that's going to be weird, and there's going to be so much to get used to, and I, I know it might be difficult at points, but I think having this brand as just an outlet and a way to connect with other people who are going through similar transitions is going to be so helpful. I just overall really want to stay true to the name Genuine Girl and be real about my experiences, the ups, the downs, the good and the bad, and just talk about the things that maybe not everyone around you is talking about. Because honestly, on social media, even in real life, it can seem like everyone has it together. It can seem like everyone is just doing perfect or at least better than you are, right? Because we always hold ourselves to such a high standard compared to everyone else. So we can look at someone online or even one of our friends in real life and think, wow, they just they just have it so much more together than I do. And, you know, it gets into that negative mindset, the comparison, the negativity, Yeah, trust me, I could get into that, but that's a whole episode in itself, and I don't want to talk about that for the whole time today. I just want you to know I understand, and that's why I'm here to try and just bring some authenticity to the conversation about graduation, about real world, about everything. So it's just kind of going to grow with me, and of course, my ultimate goal from the beginning of this podcast and brand has been to help other people feel less alone and provide any kind of resources or friendship or anything else that might make you feel just a little bit better about where you are at in life. So I hope it can continue to do that. I really would love to connect with all of you as well. Like, honestly, 
that is one of my favorite parts of doing this. It's really hard to just sit here and talk in a microphone by myself without getting any feedback or having anyone to talk to because I sometimes don't know if what I'm saying makes any sense or if I'm the only one experiencing these things. And it is a little stressful to be vulnerable sometimes. So having that community and support or even feedback, whatever it might be, that really means a lot to me. So I am getting my social media back up and running. The Genuine Girl Instagram is going to be a thing again. And I am scared to say this, but I think I'm going to start posting on TikTok. Um, more to come on that later, but I'm going to get out of my comfort zone a little bit and do that. I also have my Facebook page going, even though I have to be honest with you, I'm not the biggest Facebook user. I'm basically on Facebook for my mom and her friends and that's it. But I do have a Genuine Girl Facebook page and I keep that updated along with my Instagram. So if you're a Facebook kind of person, then feel free to go like the page, follow me on Instagram, whatever you want to do. I appreciate the support. Okay, sorry. I just had to plug all of that uh, before I get started. And one more thing. This, this one's kind of big. So, you know, if you've been like zoning out a little bit, waiting for the actual content, I promise you it's coming, but I just have one more announcement. So over this past year, when I have not been making podcast episodes or doing much of anything with my brand. I have been doing a lot of brainstorming and some behind the scenes work to bring something new to light that I think is going to be super helpful. I hope it's going to be super helpful for a lot of people. So as I've gotten closer to graduating college, I've realized there is a lot that I wish I would have had earlier on in my college experience, or even right now, honestly, I wish people would be providing me with these resources and just different tips to help me find myself a little bit more, feel more comfortable in my own skin. Even when it comes to things like finding a job, I wish I had more tangible resources and tips to help me navigate that process because going through college, going through the career search process can be so time consuming, so stressful, and it can either feel like there are so many resources out there that you don't even know where to begin, or it can also feel sometimes like there's nothing out there for you and there's nothing that quite relates to what you're looking for or what you might need. So what I've been doing is I've been putting together some documents and resources, spreadsheets, PDFs, all of this different stuff all these digital files, basically, of things that have helped me through college or things that I wish I had to help me through college. And I've decided to start selling them on my own Etsy store. The name of the Etsy store is Genuine Girl Shop because Genuine Girl was taken, unfortunately. But if you go to Genuine Girl Shop on Etsy, you can find... Right now, I think I have a good 10 or 11 resources on there that you can buy. I My goal was to make them very affordable and accessible because, you know, I don't want to break anyone to break the bank buying these documents. And, you know, I know most of us are college students or post-grad. Like, it's not like we have a ton of money to work with here. But I did find that Etsy was just the easiest platform to 
list these products and put them all in one place. And if they can help you at all, whether you're still in college or you're graduating like me, I think there's a place for them in every young adult's life. I certainly wish that I would have had stuff like this earlier on. So feel free to go check that out. It is live right now. It is still in its early days. So I'm going to be editing and adding things and obviously talking about it more on social media, but I just wanted to put that out there as well. So I know it's been 12 minutes. I need to get going into the topic. I remember this is always the hardest part for me of podcasting is not talking for too long. It's kind of funny because in real life, I am a huge introvert. I don't actually talk a lot. Um, But when you put me in front of a microphone, words just start coming out and it's hard to stop. So (laughs) let's get into the meat of the episode. So today's episode, I thought just to start us off, you know, it's been a while. And because this podcast has been so college focused, I thought it would be weird if I just completely stopped talking about college right off the bat. I mean, obviously, as I graduate college, it's not going to be a topic I continuously talk about as I have in the past. But there has been a lot that has happened this year and just in college as a whole that I've been reflecting on a lot lately as I get closer to graduation, and I wanted to kind of just talk through some of the biggest lessons I've learned through my four years in college, and then transition into how I'm feeling about graduating and getting into the real world, which I think is going to be a great transition into what Genuine Girl is going to become, you know, focused more on post-grad and how to navigate the world after college. So... Let's start with those life lessons. And I would love to know if you guys have any similar lessons that you've learned throughout college or if any of these resonate. Okay, so lesson number one. I don't know if I'm alone here, but throughout college, I have always struggled with kind of going after things for the wrong reasons. i I think I've done a pretty good job of holding myself back from, you know, fully doing something for the wrong reasons. But to get more specific here, I think it's very easy for us to have the tendency to do things or live our life in a way that will make us appear a certain way to other people. We're very focused on appearances. How are others going to view us if we do this thing? Are we going to be judged for doing this thing? Are we going to be accepted? Are people going to admire us or think we're super smart? Um, There are all these different ways that we could be perceived by others. And I think especially at this age, it can be very difficult to separate yourself and what you really want to do from how you want others to perceive you, if that makes sense. So I think what I've really learned regarding this is that it is so important in college to refrain from sacrificing who you are just for the sake of how you'll appear to other people. Usually when I have wanted to do something just to appear a certain way to others, it is a very short-term mindset because I'm not really thinking through those things in terms of how it will make me feel in the long run. And oftentimes the things that I do just for other people, whether that be other people's praise or acceptance or admiration or whatever it may be, 
even if all of those people that I want to, you know, be impressed with me or whatever, even if they are impressed by what I'm doing, it is not going to be what makes me truly happy. And I'm actually going to be struggling more because I'm doing it completely for them and not at all for myself. And I think I've just realized through different experiences that I've had that even though getting that validation, getting that acceptance and getting that positive appearance, whatever that might look like to you, even if that is a good thing, it should not be the reason that you do anything in college. It's so much more important to stay true to yourself, what you want to do, what you believe in, what you value, rather than just doing things because you think other people will think of you more highly for them. But with that said, I think it also is very, very easy to let go of who we are a little bit and go after these appearances goals because we're just very impatient. And that brings me to my second lesson, which is the importance of being patient in college and trusting yourself and trusting that what you really want will come to you and that who you are is enough. Now, I know this all sounds like, woo, okay, little, little interesting, right? I mean, I, I don't like to be that woo-woo person, but I do think this is huge and something that I think took me a very long time to learn, and I'm still learning it, to be honest with you. When it comes to patience, I've always thought of myself to be a pretty patient person, but to be honest, I have struggled with patience in college more than I expected. There are certain things that... I have wanted, whether that be a job or just to get a certain grade or even to just be accepted by a certain group of people and make friends. And honestly, the best stuff that's happened in college has not come right away. It has taken a lot of time, a lot of waiting, a lot of effort on my part to get the results that I want. And that is kind of hard. I think we're so used to instant gratification with things like social media and just having our phones with us all the time. And sometimes that can translate into college, into other areas of our life that might be bigger than just, you know, checking an Instagram post or a text. And it's really, really hard to be patient and not just go after those things that give us that instant gratification, um, even if we might regret those instant gratification things later. So I think something that just came up for me as an example of this was freshman year before I started this podcast, I suffered a lot from feeling very lonely and homesick and just like I couldn't really find my place on my campus. And I had joined a few organizations. I was trying to get out there and meet people. And I was quickly feeling discouraged because nothing against anyone in particular, of course, but I just felt like I wasn't really connecting with a lot of people on a genuine level. Like it all felt very surface level. And, you know, I know to some extent that's how relationships start sometimes. But It was, oh my, that plane is just really loud. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm just going to keep going. 
but that those relationships just were not really fulfilling at all and I just felt like I wasn't really making genuine connections I was kind of alone I, I was living in a single room so I didn't even have a roommate it was just an interesting time and honestly it was affecting me in every area I ended up resorting to just studying all the time because that was the only thing that gave me a sense of control and you know, I felt like that was something I could do and perhaps do well, even though it was still a tough year um, academically, surprisingly. But anyway, that's a different topic. I just was not feeling my best. And honestly, there were moments where I was just like, oh my gosh, how am I going to handle this for the next three and a half years? Like, this is awful. (laughs) And, you know, of course, a lot of people kind of go through that and sometimes people make the decision to leave college or to transfer. And for me, you know, it's interesting because while I was definitely not happy in my current situation, I never necessarily had the thought of leaving because to me, college and getting an education is really, really important. I knew that in order to live the life that I wanted to and reach a lot of the goals I have for myself, I would really, really benefit from having a college education and a degree. I'm not saying I couldn't do what I wanted without college, but I just knew that the chances of me living the life I wanted to live were much higher if I did get a college education. So for me, it wasn't really ever a question of, you know, is college for me? Am I going to leave because I'm so miserable? But all the same, I was not doing very well (laughs) at college, just mentally. And I just kind of felt lost and almost a sense of wanting to give up, not by leaving, but just, you know, not wanting to get myself out there anymore, not wanting to really meet people, not really wanting to get involved And that was really hard because, of course, you know, it wasn't helping me to just stay locked in my room all day either. But what happened was after that first semester, as everyone knows who has listened to the podcast before, I got home, I had time to reflect, and it's crazy what a change in scenery can do for you because it wasn't until I was home that I was able to kind of take that different perspective and look at college and my experience and see it for what it really was. And that's when I kind of realized, you know, this is this is normal and actually it could help other people if I just was honest about this and started talking about this because no one around me was talking about anything difficult happening in college to be honest. Like everyone online, everyone around me just seemed happy and like they were living a perfect life, fitting in right away and just thriving in all areas of college as a freshman. And I just realized no one was really talking about the real stuff. Um, Not that I wanted to be all negative, but I just wanted to bring some light on to the real stuff that happens in college. And so that's why I started Genuine Girl. And to just think of how much Genuine Girl has brought me since that point... I mean, honestly, this brand has helped me get through college. Obviously, it's helped a lot of other people. And that, to me, is the biggest sign of success. Like, the biggest metric, I guess, I use to measure success is how 
this brand impacts other people because that's always my goal. And to know that it has, that is one thing that makes me feel really good. But at the same time, it's also really helped me. It's been kind of my outlet. It's been like a therapy session for me, even though I'm just basically talking to a wall. It's been such a great way for me to let out how I'm feeling, whether or not anyone else listens or benefits from it. And, you know, not to mention all the other great things I've gotten to do through the brand. And um, it's definitely opened some doors for me. I'm just very grateful for it. But all of that (laughs) goes back to the lesson of just being patient and trusting, I guess, the process. I definitely could have made the decision to give up after I started feeling really rough my freshman year. Um, And, you know, I was very close to doing that, but I'm so glad that I stuck it out and that I was patient and that I, like, actually put in the effort to make a positive change out of it. I think that can sometimes be the hardest thing to do. Um, But I did something that was true to myself, and I did something I wanted to do. I did something for a reason that, you know, it wasn't because of anyone else. It wasn't because of appearances. It wasn't because of anything that I wanted anyone else to think of me. It was just because it was something I wanted. And I think that is what really, really helped me. And I guess that's just something I learned is that as long as you're being yourself and doing things that are true to you, if you're patient, even if it feels like nothing's happening, right now, as long as you're being yourself, it will work out and it will be worth it in the long run as it has been for me. Okay, we're moving on because that one was a long lesson. (laughs) I think my third lesson that I'm still kind of struggling with is the importance of defining success on your own terms. I think in college many times we have these metrics of success that are kind of taught to us, GPA, for example, or the number of internships you've had, or whether or not you have a job offer following graduation. Um, Some people even measure success by like their involvement at school, the number of friends they have, or the number of Instagram followers they have. I think, I mean, some people have different measures of success for themselves, but all of these are just external factors. You know, of course we have an uh, impact, we impact them in some way, but, um, it's not necessarily part of us. These are just different metrics. And while I think certainly some of them are very good metrics of success, depending on, you know, what you're looking at and who you're talking to, I think there are so many other ways to measure success that no one really ever talks about. And for me, especially this semester, as I've been reflecting on my college experience, I've realized that a large reason that I've been successful in college, I mean, it's not my GPA, it's not any job opportunities I've had, it's just how I've grown as a person that's made me successful. And when I look back at my college experience, yes, I'm very proud of myself for some of those external metrics, I guess. Um, But I think what I'm most proud of is how I've grown on the inside. And that's something that isn't, I guess, it's not tangible, but it's still its own measure of success, you know? I feel like I've just grown a lot more in 
you know, who I am and just feeling more comfortable in myself, all sorts of things. I could go on and on (laughs) about how I've grown in college and I probably will, but I just wanted to say that, especially if you're graduating or you will be graduating in some point in the future, I just really encourage you to think about success in different ways than maybe you've been taught because I think we've all been successful in college in different ways but if you just focus on the GPA or you just focus on the job or anything like that then you're always going to be able to find a way to put yourself down I guess or say that you could have been more successful when in reality I mean I think we have so much to be proud of ourselves for and so much that has made us successful that other people might not even see. And that's okay. Again, that goes back to that lesson that, you know, it shouldn't be all about appearances. Like just because other people haven't seen how much you've grown or the whole world doesn't know that you've grown in a certain way during your four years of college, that doesn't mean it's not successful. That doesn't mean you're not successful. So I just want to encourage all of you to think about different ways you've been successful beyond those typical metrics, because that's something I've been doing recently and it has been quite the game changer. Okay. I promise I'm almost done with the lessons. My next lesson is, oof, this one's been a tough one for me this year. Do not attach situations you're going through to your identity as a person and your self-worth. What I mean by this is, you know, there's a lot of situations we go through in college that maybe are not the easiest and are big struggles. Um, I've gone through a lot of these just in the past year and throughout all four years. Just some tough situations. We all go through them, but For me, it's been really hard to detach myself from the situation. If I'm ever in a bad situation, my gut instinct is, I'm not instinct, I guess that's the wrong word, but my reaction and what I instantly do is I just attach the situation to who I am. So if I am going through like, something with a friend, or if I get a bad grade on a test, or if I don't get an interview for a job I applied for, I instantly view that as a reflection on me and nothing and no one else, which I know is not a very good mindset, but I know I'm not alone in this. Like, if you get a bad grade on a test, it's very easy to just put that on yourself and think, oh, wow, I'm so dumb. I'm losing brain cells. Like, this is all because of me and who I am as a person. Even though it's just a grade, it's just a situation, and I know we've all heard that our grades are not a reflection of who we are or our intelligence, but still it's so easy to view that as a reflection of ourselves and kind of put ourselves down because of it. And, you know, same thing with, like, people in our lives. You know, if something happens... I can be so quick to take all of the blame or just put a lot on myself, which is honestly exhausting. And yes, I think sometimes we all have a role to play if there's a problem with a friend or a relationship or, 
you know, we're having trouble making friends. Yes, part of that might be something we're doing or something we didn't do or a mistake we made, but to put everything on ourselves and to place that with our identity and who we are as a person and to put ourselves down because of it is going a little far. I know it is, and I still do it sometimes, so I'm not saying I have this one completely figured out, but I think this year I've just really been starting to realize the importance of separating myself from the situations I'm in and recognizing that situations are external, and yes, I might contribute to them, but that doesn't change who I am as a person, and if I keep attaching every negative experience to my self-worth, then my self-worth and my self-confidence is going to go down the drain. So I don't need that. And I just wanted to say that in case any of you have been feeling similar. Okay, last one. Standing up for yourself and your priorities is super important in college and in life, I suppose. And not being afraid to set boundaries is huge. I have always had a lot of trouble with just really standing up for myself and staying true to my priorities. If there's something I really want to do, if I want to take time for myself one day, or, you know, if maybe I don't exactly want to go to this event or do something with friends, like, because, you know, I just need time for myself. I think sometimes it's hard for me to stand up for myself in those situations and even on a larger scale like if I'm having conflict with someone or whatever it may be just standing up for myself holding my ground and just really staying true to who I am it can be hard sometimes and like being okay with your priorities and making those priorities in your life even if other people want you to make them a priority or want you to make something else a priority that maybe isn't a priority to you right now. I've kind of realized like everyone just has to stay true to their own priorities and what they want and whether or not that involves you or something else, whatever. I mean, I think everyone has their own set of priorities, but a lot of times people are so quick to kind of ditch those for other people and what other people want, and this all gets into the whole people-pleasing thing. I've been a very big people-pleaser my whole life, so that's something I'm working on, but I think just realizing that when I do actually stand up for myself and set boundaries, big or small, uh, just so that I can kind of do the things I want and really prioritize what's important to me, I just feel so much happier, and I feel so much more confident in who I am and where I'm at. And I just feel like I have my life a lot more together because if I'm constantly shifting things around just for other people and to make other people happy, I just am always left feeling very stressed and very exhausted and drained. And because I haven't actually taken the time to do what I want and to be true to myself, to be a genuine girl, you might say. Okay, that's it. Those are my lessons. Now, I know a lot of those (laughs) were kind of just a blur of words. A lot of them were very interconnected, but I just wanted to kind of do a brain dump of all of that because it's all stuff I've been thinking about. And honestly, I just wanted to say them (laughs) so that if maybe you're graduating or you're in college 
you can kind of think about those things too. And just maybe more than anything, give yourself a little bit more credit for how far you've come. Because seriously, we're so hard on ourselves. I know a lot of people who are just as hard on themselves as I am. And if you're listening to this, I would guess that you might have that tendency as well. And I just want to be the one to remind you right now that you have done so much. I mean, just think about how far you've come and how successful you've been, even in ways that other people do not even realize. Like, it's okay if other people don't know, but I just want you to know that within yourself. Like, you have done some awesome things. You are a great person. And just remember that as you go into this next phase of life, um, everything that you have accomplished. And I would encourage you to kind of reflect on lessons you've learned as well, even if they're not the same as mine. I think it's just a cool exercise and something that has really helped me appreciate my time that I have left here in college. So now that that cheesiness is done, I want to get into how I'm feeling about the future. And this is where the podcast really takes a turn. Now, I'm not saying I'll never talk about college again, because obviously it's been a big part of my life. I'm not just going to forget it. But I'm so excited to start talking about post-grad stuff, about the real world, about working, about adulting things, about like moving into an apartment. I don't know. There's so much I want to talk about. But today, I just want to talk about how I'm feeling because I have been talking about this with a lot of people recently, and it's just so fascinating for me to hear how other people are feeling about graduating and entering the real world and what everyone's schedule looks like. It's just so cool. I love talking about this stuff. And I think I've just said the word talking like 20 times in the past minute. So don't mind that. But we are going to get right into it. I have a few major emotions I'm feeling for different reasons. Would love to know if you're feeling the same. But the first emotion that has really been at the top of the list for me, and this might not be what a lot of people would have at the top of their list, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm excited, which is big for me because let's be honest, in college, I have not really been excited much, which, oh, that sounds so depressing, but this is this is just a big deal knowing the past four years that I've been through. It's like, oh, Meredith's excited about something? Wow, that's that's kind of a big deal. But I am. And I mean, I'm almost excited just because excitement is at the top of my list because that doesn't happen very much. But let me tell you why I'm excited. So as you know, college has been a lot. College has been rough in many ways. I am very open about that. But going through college every year, knowing I have more school left, I have to do this all over again next year, it becomes very monotonous. And honestly, the motivation starts to drop. At least it did for me as I got through college, because it just kind of felt like I kept putting in all this work. I kept doing all these things. And yes, like opportunities were coming and things were happening. And I am very lucky to have the opportunities that I've had in college. But all the same, I was still in college. I was still going to class every day. I was still taking tests and it was the same old thing. And it felt like all this work I was doing just wasn't going where I wanted it to go. Like 
I, I knew it all served a purpose. I knew I had to get the degree. I obviously all of this was true, but I just was so done at a certain point. Well, I mean, I, I was kind of done freshman year, let's be honest, but I, I've become more and more done as time has gone on because I just want all of my work to like pay off. And it has paid off, as I've said, but I think graduating college and starting work in the real world, that's when it's really going to pay off. And I think just in these next few months, I'm really going to see the product of all of my work come to life and actually pay off for the first time, like at this large of a scale. And I'm really, really excited for that because again, it's just felt like for so long I've been in this holding pattern, waiting period, just like, okay, I, I'm going to keep putting in the work. I'm going to keep doing this and exhausting myself. But like, is this actually ever going to go anywhere? And now I can confidently say, yes, I, I mean, graduation and having a degree that right there is my work paying off but then everything that's coming up with starting a job and moving into an apartment that all is a product of my hard work in school too so I think I'm just excited because I'm finally going to get to see my hard work paying off and that is something that I just haven't really seen to this level before with that said, I am also very hopeful. I love all these positive emotions I'm putting out there. You know, this is a nice change on the podcast, okay? I just, I want to say this because I know that my podcast has typically been, I don't want to call it more negative, but because college has been so hard for me, I think a lot of the stuff I've talked about on here has been a little dark, a little deep, and I really don't want to be that kind of person. Like, I don't consider myself a super negative person. Hopefully, I'm not that way. Um, And it's not like I'm always sitting here upset and sad all the time. But anyway, I'm just really excited because I think this next phase of life, I'm just so hopeful for what it's going to be. And I haven't really felt that sense of hope ever, not even starting college. I mean, obviously I was hopeful when I started college that it would be a good experience, but this is taking that to a different level. And I think it's because college has been hard for me that now I am just so committed and dedicated to making this next phase of life the best phase of life I've ever been in. And all of the hard times I've had in the past four years have really like fueled a fire inside of me to make this next phase different and to make it better and to just get into that positive mindset and to just really live my life to the fullest. And I know that sounds cheesy, but I'm really hopeful that that can happen. And I literally have a note on my phone in my notes app that is a list of things that I want to do to get involved in like my community and meet people and just things I want to do to set up my place and just like really go all in before I even start working in August so that, you know, when I get to Arizona, I can go right into like making the most of being graduated and starting this next phase of life. And then of course, when I start working, that's going to be a whole new world and a new way to kind of create 
this life that I've been wanting. And so I'm just hopeful in the sense that, you know, I, I really want this to be a good time. And I'm also very committed to making that happen. Now, with all of that said, I know this is like, woo, I just want everything to be great. And of course I do, but I also, my head is not completely in the clouds. Like I, I know enough to know it's not going to be perfect. I hear people all the time who have graduated college saying how hard it is, saying how they struggle. And I am not sitting here expecting there to be no struggles. I, I know that it's going to be a tough transition just because it's something so new and so different than what I've ever lived before. Um, so I definitely have that in mind, but I think my attitude toward dealing with kind of those tough times has really shifted from when I started college because in college, I really didn't know how to deal with a tough moment when I got here. Like I hadn't been exposed to that kind of struggle before, I guess. And because of that, I didn't really know how to deal with it, which put me at a disadvantage and it took a lot of time and learning. But now that I've gotten through a lot of those things, I feel like I'm better equipped to handle the struggles that come after college. Of course, there are going to be different kinds of struggles that I haven't been through before that are going to take more time and learning to get through. But I feel more confident going into this phase of life, even knowing there are going to be struggles. I feel more confident in my ability to handle them and just get through them a little more effectively than I did as a college student. So those are my positive emotions. Now I know it can't be all positive, right? I have to be honest with you. And I think this is one that everybody can probably relate to. I'm a little bit nervous too. And for a while, I honestly didn't want to admit that to myself because I was just so focused on how exciting this next phase of life was and how ready I was to graduate that I just was like, oh, there's no way I could be nervous because I have just been wanting to get out of school for so long. But I mean, honestly, I think I was kind of lying to myself because any big change I think is going to bring some level of nerves just because it's new, it's different, there's a lot of uncertainty. And yeah, as I've sat down and thought about it recently, I have realized there are definitely some things that I'm worried about and nervous for. And I think that's normal. Um, And I think most of my nerves definitely come from, uh, I guess, just my fear that even though I am so hopeful and so committed to making this next phase of my life better, I am a little nervous that it's not going to be what I've hyped it up to be in my mind and that I'm going to fall right back into my negative, bad habits and mindsets that I had when I entered college. And that is like my biggest fear because I never want to go back to how I was thinking and feeling as a young college student. Like that was not fun. And even now, like I don't even want to deal with the stuff that I've dealt with this year. Like, I just want to start fresh. And of course, I can be hopeful and committed to doing that. But there is always the fear that, you know, maybe, maybe I won't be able to. Like, 
maybe I will revert back. Maybe it's going to be really hard. And maybe I'm just kind of fooling myself here by thinking that I can, you know, overcome these struggles and just go into this next phase and just completely crush it and live a great life. Like, I'd like to think that's possible. And that's why I have to keep my hope greater than my fear. Like, that is just what I'm committed to doing, you know, because I do not want to let the fear overtake me so much that I don't actually do anything to, you know, live the life I've been wanting to. Um, but I just have to bring that up because I, I know there are a lot of people experiencing nerves about graduating too. And I don't know if it's for the same reasons as mine, but I do want to bring that up just because it's like, I think it's realistic to have those nerves and as much as I don't like to admit them, they are definitely there. And, um, I'm just really hoping that I can let the excitement and the hope of my future, like I said, outweigh the fear that comes with it. Um, and really just being confident in the foundation that I've built through college. That's what I really have to keep coming back to. Like, yeah, of course it's going to be hard, but I've built such a strong foundation in college and in my whole life, really, that's led up to this point. I have to be confident in that and I have to be confident in my ability to use that and make myself better because of it. And I just don't want to keep putting myself down or making myself believe that I won't be able to, you know, live a happier, better life when I graduate because that's not going to help anyone. Okay, finally... I am very uncertain about a lot of things in my future, as we all are, um, but there are some main things that I just really don't know what to expect when I get into the real world and graduate. So let me know if you guys feel the same about any of these. The first one is making friends. Okay, so I don't like it because anytime I get on like TikTok, I always see these girls on there just talking about how hard it is to make friends once you graduate college. I don't know why I see these videos all the time. I'm like, are you trying to like tell me something? <laughs> Is this like a sign that I'm not going to be able to make friends? Cool. Um, but so many people are very negative about making friends outside of college. And it makes me really sad because I get it. Like it makes so much sense why it's harder to make friends once you graduate, because obviously you're not in this environment that really fosters making friends easily. But I don't like always seeing people say how difficult it is and having such a negative mindset around it. And I think I'm uncertain because like, I have all these things I want to do and all these things I want to get involved in to hopefully make friends. And so I am excited about that and hopeful for that. But then when I see things and hear people talk about how hard it is and get so down on it, I'm like, wait, is this even possible? Like, are they saying that all of the stuff I want to do doesn't matter because I won't make friends out of it? Like, I don't know. Um, but I guess that just goes back to, uh, you know, social media and, you know, don't believe everything you hear and all of that. But it is interesting, and I don't really have any answers for that one right now, obviously, because I haven't gone through it, but that is something I want to talk about more, and in the coming months, I'm sure I will have much more to say on it. Also, it's going to be really weird to not be in school. I know some people 
who are graduating listening to this might be going to more school. So for you, this one's not as relevant right now, but I just, I, I think I mentioned it earlier. Like I've been in school basically my whole life as we all have for the most part. Um, yeah. So what's it going to be like to graduate and never have to go to school again? I might go back later. I, I definitely don't want to go back right now because I am so burnt out. Um, I'm not saying I'll never go back to school, but like for the time being, just not going to school, not having homework, not having tests to study for. Oh my, like, I can't really comprehend that. Um, I think it's going to be really nice to not have to be worried about studying 24 seven and grades and all of that. But I think it is going to be weird because I think I placed unfortunately, a lot of my identity in school. And that's something I've really had to work on in college. That's something I realized freshman year was like, I placed so much of who I was into my academics and my grades. And it's been hard to shake that and to not tie my self-worth to my GPA or my test scores or anything like that. But it is going to be a transition, I think, because my academics have been such a big part of my life and who I am to not have that element anymore. I'm, I'm like, wow, that's really going to keep challenging me to find my self-worth in myself, like not academics. I, I can't use my GPA. I can't use my test scores or anything like that to give me confidence or to hurt my confidence. On the other hand, I have to find more of my self-worth within myself, which is a good thing, but it is going to be a transition. And with that comes the uncertainty of working a full-time job. This one scares me a little bit, but more than anything, I'm just intrigued, you know? I I know that it's going to happen. There's, there's nothing I can do to change that. Like, I, I got to make the money, you know? And I'm fine with it. I'm happy with my job. I'm excited for it. I'm really looking forward to it and very lucky to have it. But it's also like, oh my okay, I'm not going to school, but now I'm working a full-time job most of the day, five days a week. That's going to be weird. And I kind of did that last summer. I had a full-time internship, but that I don't think even compares. I mean, in some ways, yes, it was a good experience to prepare me for what a full-time job is like with the hours and stuff, but still, it was for a short period of time. I probably had less work than I might have in a full-time job and I probably worked a little bit less than I'll be working in a full-time job so I'm just like oh gosh how is that gonna work how's that transition going to be and it is a little scary because it feels like kind of a trap like I just really hope that I have time outside of work to actually live life and have that work-life balance. That is a huge goal of mine that I have never really had before. I Work-life balance didn't really exist for me in college, and I am so, so prepared and committed to make that happen when I enter the real world. And if anyone out there is already working, you're probably laughing at me right now for wanting to have work-life balance. But look, I think it's something we should all strive for a little bit more. And I know for some people it's more possible than for others. I don't know how possible it will be for me, but I'm going to try and make it as possible as possible. Uh, uh, yeah, that made no sense, but you, you get what I'm trying to say. Okay, 
that's that's what I'm gonna end with as far as being uncertain. And honestly, I'm like out of breath here. <laughs> I kind of didn't remember how taxing podcasting is on your lungs and your heart and just your body. It feels like a workout. <sighs> really, its own form of cardio. I have to get back into practice, I guess. But thanks for dealing with my heavy breathing the whole time and my stuffy nose and voice that is just all over the place. It has been a struggle over here, but I was just like, you know what? I'm not putting this off any longer. We are doing this podcast. It's not going to be perfect. It's like a very rough draft, I guess. You know, it's my first time back. So I have a lot to, you know, practice, but it's okay. We're doing it. And I'm just happy I made this episode because honestly, it felt good to get a lot of this off my chest. And it just makes me even more excited for the future and proud of all of us who are in this phase, graduating college, going into the real world. Like, look how far we've come. It's it's pretty cool to look back and to reflect and also to get excited for the future. So I just want you to know again, I'm proud of you and you're doing awesome. If no one has told you that today, let me tell you, you're doing great and give yourself some credit. I'm telling myself that as much as I'm telling you. And again, I would love to start a conversation with you about anything I talked about today. So please feel free to reach out on social media. I'll be posting about this on social media. Feel free to comment, give me a follow. Oh, and because this podcast has been on a hiatus for so long, the podcast reviews are not outdated, but just, you know, a little older because I haven't had any episodes out recently. So, um, because we're bringing this back, you know, I feel like some reviews and ratings would be just the icing on the cake. I don't know why that's a saying, but now I really want cake. Okay. If you want to give me a review or a rating, please, please do. I would love to hear from you and yeah, I mean, preferably a five-star rating would be great. I don't want to tell you what to do, but you know, um, y- you can be honest. It's, it's whatever. Okay, that's all. I am so excited to continue this journey with you. I am back. I was going to say better than ever. I don't know if I'm better than ever right now, but I will be. I will be better than ever. Just you wait. This is going to be the most positive, exciting podcast you will ever listen to, okay? Graduation's happening, and a better Meredith is coming. Okay, I need to stop this because clearly I am going crazy. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Come back next time. Keep up with me online, and I will see you in the next one. Also, Don't forget, stay genuine. Bye.